This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What you doing? Designing my new 2021 Nissan Kicks Online in the Kicks Color Studio. I give each a special name. This one's electric blue, orange, red, white. I call it the gumball machine. You think it's me? I feel like you're more of a red velvet guy. Limitless possibilities. With over 100 million available color combinations and Bose Personal Plus system in the boldly new 2021 Nissan Kicks. Bose is the registered trademark of the Bose Corporation. Color combinations include interior and exterior colors. Customization is an available feature subject to availability at participating Nissan dealer. See dealer for details. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. And Jay, it's the first time in quite a while we've done this from our respective houses, but I guess this is kind of the norm now. Well, it's the norm for everybody doing everything out of their houses right now, but uh, especially for us, um, I'm going to let you sort of stretch your legs on the beginning of the show. Uh, But Rick and I are very happy to be back. Rick, it's great to hear your voice again. It's been far too long and uh look the i'm fat podcast it, it probably doesn't make a difference to our longtime listeners but it's coming to you from a different place we've uh taken it off the radio.com format we've made it bigger and better we've got a facebook page now so it's facebook.com uh, slash i'm fat pod we'll be posting new episodes questions everything on there we've got some new uh logos made from uh courtesy of my friend mark allen fishman who also made the madhouse podcast logo so Rick and, and I are that's a great logo, yeah, by the way. It turned out really, really great. Uh, so Rick and I have taken this, uh, taken it to the streets, as they say. And look, if you've been sort of chomping at the bit to get on board the Amfat Podcast as a partner, we are now able to make that happen. So hit us up, imfatpod at gmail.com. We've got an email address too, so you can always send your ask a fact questions there. So Rick, I'm gonna let you take it away from here. Um, I know it's been a rough God, it's only been a week. It feels like a lifetime, uh, but uh, I'm going to let you have the floor here and, and say what you want to say. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, I'm happy that we're still able to do this and that, you know, as odd as it may be for some people to hear me say this right now, but thank you to Mitch Rosen for making it easy on us to be able to take this off of radio.com and, you know, from the score family to something independent because as Uh, Anybody who's on Twitter and follows the podcast or follows either of us probably knows that along with a lot of people at Intercom and, you know, a few other people at Intercom Chicago, I was laid off. Is it 10 days ago now? Yeah, Yeah. like 10 days ago, Thursday, right at the end of the show, right before the show was over. Oh, by the way, this is your last day. Thanks. Uh, so, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so I didn't get a chance to say, give a goodbye on the air. 
I kind of did a little bit. If you're into basketball on the uh, beginning of basketball camp podcast, uh, Bulls edition, which I did on the House of L feed. Thank you to Lawrence Holmes for giving me the platform to be able to do that with all the Bulls news going on. But yeah, so I guess for everybody that's a score listener that also listens to the podcast, thank you for all the time there, for all the time spent listening, you know, everything along those lines, reaching out when I got laid off, because I'll be honest, and I, I was floored by the amount of reaction and well wishes that I got from people. Because, you know, like we're on the we're on the production side, though people don't hear us necessarily as much. So for me to have, you know, to get a reaction out of that many people to the point where they took the time to reach out, uh, I really appreciate that. And I promise you, I had no idea that this many people were willing to tolerate me for as long as they do. So I greatly, greatly appreciate that. And I'm really excited that we're able to keep doing this in terms of my full-time employment. I honestly don't have a damn clue right now because not exactly the best job market here. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I have some flexibility to be able to look for something that's in the media field and we'll just kind of see what happens, you know, Follow myself on Twitter, by the way, for any updates, by the way, my Twitter handle changed. I can't exactly have the 670 on there anymore because that doesn't make a damn bit of sense. So now my Twitter handles at Rick C camp. So you don't have to do anything. If you are already following me, you're all good. Uh, if you are seeking me out for the first time, good on you at Rick C camp on Twitter. And I'm just happy that we get to keep doing this and that I hope us moving Oh, into this new platform on, you know, on Spreaker, which, you know, for us makes more of a difference than for the listeners necessarily. It allows us to kind of spread our wings more in terms of not only being able to have people sponsor the show, but also being able to create more and different content for you. And, you know, I know we have a lot of ideas and maybe we'll save some of those for when they become more material, but I think this is going to end up being really good for the podcast. And I'm really excited that we get to keep doing it. Yeah, I'm very glad we get to move over to this platform. I've been nothing but happy with it since I moved from the Madhouse podcast. I think maybe, was it two years ago? I think it was two years ago since I left uh, Potomatic, which was my own dime, for Spreaker. Uh, and it's been really, really a great partnership. They're super encouraging. They're super supportive. It's like, do what you want. Um, you will start hearing uh, a couple of embedded advertisements on here, but that's so Rick and I can make a few bucks. Um, nothing crazy, but it helps. But again, yeah. if you know someone who wants to, um, you know, get some advertising done for the restaurant, uh, Rick and I, uh, can definitely talk to them super affordable way. Uh, I always say hyper local about the Madhouse podcast, but it's not necessarily true with this one. People from all over the country really listen to this podcast. So, uh, you need an idea. You've got a thought, hit us up madhousepod at gmail.com, but that's not our priority. Our priority is, keeping this podcast going. We know how much people like it. I've told a story before where I was, uh, actually it was before the 0.5 K I think Rick, where I was in Starbucks and uh, the guy's like, Hey, are you jam? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. 0.5 K. I wouldn't have signed up for I'm that. I'm sorry. 0.5 K. <laughs> no, it's 0.3 K. 0.3 K. I'm sorry. Yes. Jeez. You're uh, trying to get me to exercise here. I, I'm not trying that hard. Um, but we were, I was in a Starbucks and the guys like, Hey, I really like your podcast. I'm like, Oh yeah. Are you a big Hawks fan? He's like, no, I'm like, oh, I'm like the I'm Fat podcast. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. I'm like, yep, that's the one. That's the one everyone talks about. So 
and we, we should share the story. When I created the Facebook page yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, we just invited a lot of people on our timeline. We have like what over we have four hundred and seventy followers in less than twenty four hours. That's awesome. It's crazy. So anyway, let's get to the fat stuff, shall we? Sure. <laughs> Well, Ricky, uh, the, the biggest story for us is, and this couldn't have timed out worse, is March Fatness was wrapping up uh, as you were laid off. Yeah. Um, so that put a bit of a wrench into things. <laughs> uh, but but congratulations, Andy Reid, on being the first human inducted into the Onion Ring of Honor. What a year for Andy Reid, my friend. Seriously, beyond just having Patrick Mahomes... And being able to lead the Chiefs to the Super Bowl for the first time in forever. Him winning his first Super Bowl as a head coach. He really, just from from the beginning all the way down through the title game, Andy Reid held his own. It was really impressive. While the percentages went logically went down in terms of how he won each round, it was a great championship match. Andy Reid beating air conditioning, the Cinderella of this year's tournament, with only 50.7% of the vote. I can't remember a year where we had so many close battles in March fatness that it was really great to follow all the way through. Dude, we had a tiebreaker game. That's no, it, it was a exact 50, 50 tie after how long do we set the votes for 24 hours? No, it was like 14 hours, 14 but hours, I want to yeah. say it was like 700 vote, 700 plus votes. It was a dead even tie, so we had to have an overtime matchup as well. I think this was our probably, and of course, having Bobby Jenks as part of things made it that much greater, but this was the best one we've done, I think. The matchups, every round were good. They were unpredictable. There were some Cinderella's, but at the end of the day, uh, the one seed, Andy Reid, probably the strongest competitor wins, and that's how it should be. This is the year of Reid. It really is. And to think last, he's such a strong candidate that last year, only an aspect of his life, like what, 20 seconds that we ever saw of his life was an entrant in and of itself. Punt, pass and kick Andy (laughs) Reed or Andrew Reed was in this tournament last year. Now, I don't believe he went very far, but still, then when you get the full tilt, Andy Reid, I mean, he was talking about celebrating with cheeseburgers and after winning playoff games. I mean, come on. This is a fat's fat right here. Yeah, he he is. And what I like about it is he embraces it. He's into the Hawaiian shirts. You know, he he's not about he doesn't try to slim down, doesn't try to look skinnier than he is. Look, I'm a big fat guy. He looks like the Kool-Aid man on the sidelines and he's happy with it. Good for him. <laughs> Body positivity. We've said that since episode one. There's no mm-hmm. shame in being a fat guy. It means he enjoys life more than most. That's all. By the way, one thing we need to mention, Rick, and, you know, this is the problem we run into when we allow normies into the voting. Once again, a first round exit for Gold Bond, which in the mind of a fat person, that's like Duke or Carolina or Kentucky. That should go to the final four or elite eight every year for fat people but you normies getting in here and upsetting the vote you don't understand the value of gold bond powder or spray on your junk honestly seriously i mean i just used it yesterday i haven't even left my house it's not even (laughs) it's not even like i've been outside to where i could really work up a sweat where i you know walked a block or something like that to where i could really get a lather going no i'm at home and i made sure to use gold bond And especially, it's one thing if it had a real tough matchup. And you know how much I love caramel. 
Yes. But caramel should be nothing to gold bond. No. It should be nothing. And Carmel won that matchup with 56% of the vote. It wasn't even that close. So, yeah, there were that one really surprised me. I mean, the fact of maybe some of these were seeding issues. Like, I think all 16 that Bobby Jenks gave us were strong. Yes. But maybe some of the seeding was off, seeing as his 16 seed made it all the way to the title game in air conditioning and fans. Yeah, I think it's tough to ask a celebrity, first of all, to contribute in the first place. Yes. But then when they do it, actually like give thought to the seating. Um, but again, all of his picks were really strong. Yeah. Like they were, I mean, yeah, Air Conditioning's fans was a 16, but when I saw that, I wasn't like, oh, that's too low. I didn't think that at the time. No. No, I, I thought it might. You know, I thought it was better than a 16, but I didn't necessarily think it was going to knock out sweatpants. No. I mean, sweatpants, man, maybe it's because the weather is getting a little warmer now that we're starting to get into athletic short weather, which, by the way, athletic shorts won at least one matchup in March Fatness this year. But still, I was very surprised about, yeah, athletic shorts beat insulin with 71% vote. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I, you know, some people literally die without insulin, so I guess that makes a little bit of sense. But, and, you know, is sweatpants, by the way, when the entire planet is quarantined, mm-hmm. every, 99% of the universe is wearing sweatpants right now. <laughs> oh, so maybe if this happened now, instead of right before we all went got quarantined, that could have made a bit of a difference. I'm trying to remember timeline of everything. Was everybody quarantined by the time we started? I believe the quarantine. Yeah, we, we've been. This is my. This will be my fourth week working from home. Fifth week, maybe. No, now, that are can't you, be right. That are you can't itching? Be right. Are you itching to get out yet? Uh, absolutely. Uh, when I came to see you the other day to drive yeah. the the new mixer over to Rick, um, I I was like, Rick's like, are you sure you want to drive the Lombard? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Just give me the f out of my house for any extended period of time. Give me some windshield time. Give me some uh, some podcast time or whatever. I, I you don't realize, and this is everybody, not just fat people, the value of solitude because yes. we're all locked at home, but we're not alone. I know there are some people alone, and that's probably really tough. Yeah. But for people that are used to, like for me, I'm used to having an hour commute every day to and from work. You know, uh, I've got some time at my desk alone when I arrive. It's just me with my thoughts. I don't mm-hmm. have that at all anymore. No. Like when the show ends, I take the headphones off and there's my wife and daughter right next to me and life is going on. And I can't like take my hour to unwind or anything like that. It's just the other thing is like every day is the same. Like I, I don't even yeah. know what day it is half the time. It's 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 just weird. But uh, yes, I was very, very happy to get out of the house and just go anywhere. That's why I was so willing to be like, I'll bring you this mixer. Can I bring this to you? You're like... <laughs> It's like a 45-minute drive each way. I don't care. Get me out of the well, house. So with not so with like, you know, losing every bit of knowing what day it is or routine. So I've lived just over a year in my condo. I have never once left without my keys. Uh like my house keys. Mm-hmm. And today when I was going to pick up the pizza, I closed the door and I was like, I definitely don't have my house keys. Now, Colleen was right inside the door. So I just shot her a text and was like, Hey, can you hand me my keys? But still like, I've never done that. So then to do that was 
really, really out of character and made me be like, whoa, this is this is how different everything is at this point. It's crazy. Yeah. And Rick, I had never been to uh, downtown Lombard, like that little old timey area, like right by your not to give away where you live, but he was right there. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've said before that I live right by the train station. So like if that's right by St. Charles Road. So you were probably going right down St. Charles Road. Uh, yeah. And that's it's really cool. Like that little stretch of a few blocks. That's where, like, in the summer, they'll do a car show in all those parking spaces. Right. And you just walk up and down and then into the parking lots, and, and everybody has their cool-looking cars there. And it's a really neat area. Uh, the old time I've gone to the old-timey barber shop right there, which, by the way, there are, like, eight places to get a haircut and, like, three places to eat. I don't quite understand that, but, hey, whatever. At least once we're able to, you know, get out of our houses, everybody will be able to get their hair cut just fine. That's going to be the first thing people do. I swear to God, people are oh, like, I saw 100%. my, we stopped by, uh, my aunt made, uh, people might've seen on my Twitter, my aunt who was dressed like the Easter bunny. Uh, she made dinner for the entire family and the entire family is my dad and nine of his brothers and sisters. And she just made it, everything for everybody in her kitchen. And then people drove up and they would run out of bag. They were in masks and gloves and everything. But she just wanted to have Easter dinner, even though it wasn't the same. Uh, so anyway, long story short, I pick up our order and my parents order. Go there and we're just talking outside. My dad, you know, my dad's hair is not long, but it's like his hair is usually cut short like like yours, Rick. Yeah. And I'm like, you must be dying with the haircut. He's like, I might just shave it. I might just shave it myself. I'm like, Dad. <laughs> You just look like a normal person now. Like you don't need to panic. <laughs> yeah, is, he, he was he was miserable. So I think that's going to be the first thing people do. And then Hope's parents drop by a bag for Addie this morning. And we, you know, they stood on the sidewalk. We sat on the porch, and uh, Hope's mom is like, "Boy, you're really gray." And Hope's like, "I am gray, but I dye my hair, and now I can't dye my hair." I'm like, "I'm going inside." <laughs> it's like Jesus. <laughs> so I feel like it's tough. You know, yeah. like, I, I have thinning hair, so it doesn't grow back super fast. But like, that's gonna be that. That'll be an essential. It's good you have a lot of options, Rick, in Lombard. You know, a lot of haircut places. But it was just yeah. weird seeing that area of Lombard where I've been before. Um, but just so there's no one, not a soul. That's that's the creepiness of it to me. Ugh. Yeah, that's re- yeah, that's very true. Because even during the summer, one of the other things they have is they'll have like a little stage set up right by the train station on one of the like little cul-de-sacs in there. And, uh, and there will be a bunch of people and a couple food vendors in there and everything. And just, it is dead right now. It's like a real nice weekend. And boy, there is nobody, just nobody to be seen. Like I drove to Oak Brook to get, uh, to get our pizza today. And, and for me, that was another thing of just getting out of the house. Be like, mm-hmm. no, no, I'll definitely go get it. Like, oh, darn, we're not in a delivery area of a place that's mm-hmm. open on Easter. Darn, I'll just have to go get it. But uh, but yeah, like just nobody on the road, even like going down, uh, you know, for those familiar with the area, I was driving south on 83 to from like St. Charles Avenue down to like 22nd Street. So for a good three, four miles or so. And there was like nobody out there, and it's just still jarring. It's very, very strange. I don't like it. Oh, by the way, I d- didn't realize you live so close to Gulliver's. Have you been to Gulliver's Pizza yet? No, I feel like I've I've passed it a decent amount, but I've never been. I may get this wrong, so I know there is some connection to Pequod's and Gulliver's. 
it's like oh the same family or the same people opened it or it was the same owners and then it got sold but it's like the same style like a deep dish it's not quite as uh charred as pequods but you should try gulliver's it's really really good well with the with that kind of you know name droppage in there i think i'm gonna have to yes you absolutely i remember driving like one day we heard like oh it's in lombard let's go there and it was like a half hour drive and we did not regret it for a second. We're like, yeah, we're going to do that more often. So it was really good. You should go. Cool. Well, I should ask you one thing real quick, by the way. Mm-hmm. Today is Easter. We're recording yes. this on Easter. Um, what is your favorite Easter treat? Now, don't don't automatically go to candy. There are some Easter delights that are made, you know, for the main course or for the dessert of the formal meal. But what is it about Easter, Rick, food-wise, that you look forward to the most? Well, for us, there's nothing unique, really, food-wise, like in terms of the main meal. It's pretty much some combination of what you either have on, it's either a ham or not really a turkey, but more more likely a ham. Right. Which, of course, I enjoy. So for us, Christmas was always a ham, so it's very similar in that regard. But you also get the, you know, what? four months or so, eh, three months and change time in between. So anytime you can get a nice honey baked spiral ham, I'm down for it. But of things that are purely unique to Easter, the Cadbury caramel egg. Okay. I know it's essentially just another version of chocolate and caramel, but man, when I can get that caramel egg, that's when I, that's what I really look forward to much more than the Cadbury cream egg in and of itself, which is also fine. Also pretty good. But the caramel, like just having an ignorant amount of goop of caramel in the middle of chocolate. Yes. Sign me up for that every time. I'm a, see, I'm a cream egg guy. Same answer. Same deal. Like very traditional Easter meal of ham and, you know, fruit salad and cheesy potatoes and all that stuff. But um, for me, it's the Cadbury cream egg. I love it. I put them in the freezer. Uh, they're delicious. And you get those little mini ones, which are no bigger than like the uh, like a Hershey kiss. Yeah, put those in those the freezer and it's like just a nice little bite of that flavor. I love those. All right, well we're agreed. Cream eggs are the answer. Yours are the caramel, mine are the cream. Um you're not going wrong either way with those. Those are both tremendous choices. And I got Also both. tomorrow by the way. Tomorrow as pointed out, it's whenever it's the day after Halloween or the day after Easter. I always think of one of my buddies from college, Max Hart, cuz he was the first one to really mention to me that those are holidays for him. Because that's when all the leftover candy goes on clearance. That man's name is Min Soul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't go to stores now, though. Well, well, I mean, you could go to the yeah, you can still go to the grocery store. Uh, I'm trying to limit that. Oh yeah, of course. I'm went... trying to limit it, but if it lines up with when you have to go for everything else anyway. True that. Uh, I went might as well. I went to the store the other day, and it was like there's those there's two kinds of people in the grocery store right now. There's hazmat suit person. Yes. And then there's what pandemic person mm-hmm. who's like completely doing nothing at all to prevent any sort of, uh, you know, touching or interacting or whatever, like just unaware or totally don't get like defiantly don't care. Uh, yeah. Those are the two people and me in the jewel. I put. So here's what I did, Rick. Here's a pro tip, by the way. I okay. found a T-shirt. An old T-shirt of mine, I didn't, like, cut the sleeve off, like, at the shoulder, mm-hmm. and then I used the cuff of the T-shirt to go over my nose and face, and there okay. should be enough material there to fold it over twice and tuck it, and that's what I've been using for a mask, since the homemade ones aren't enough for my fat head. 
Well, that does check out. Uh, for me, it's funny. I haven't even really had to think of it much because I literally have left the house once, what, maybe twice since I got laid off and, ma- and made it home. Yeah. I have legit not left the house at all. So I I was debating on whether to actually wear something for like, because for going to pick up the pizza, uh, you know, they had curbside pickup. So I was, I literally went straight to the car in the car and then had to roll down the window long enough for someone to hand a pizza to me. And like, literally that was it. So I didn't wear a mask. Yeah. You're I don't fine know. With that. I don't know. I would say, I don't know how much of a faux pas that is, but I do have now it may with it getting warmer, this may be a little untenable after a little bit, but you know, the, uh, the under armor face masks. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have that where I can just like leave the top part down. Like that would go over your head for when it's cold out. It's a little thick, but it's something that really easily can serve the purpose. Does that cover your nose completely too? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can stretch it to the point that it does. Yeah. Well, there you go. You've got your yeah. answer. Beautiful. All right. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get to our Ask a Fat questions. Introducing Xfinity's breakthrough Wi-Fi speed. Now faster than a gig. And with X1, you get access to live TV and top streaming apps. Upgrade today. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Requires compatible X5 gateway. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mm Mmm-mm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. First Ask a Fat question is from Michael wants to know what's your go-to barbecue order your favorite local spots and are barbecue joint sides just a waste of time so for one michael that is three questions in one (laughs) that's fine but Uh, it's gluttonous so i approve i yeah good all right so i would say if i all right so that's a good question no sides are not a waste first of all address that right away uh if i'm trying a place for the first time i'm typically going to go pulled pork sandwich cornbread mac and cheese that's kind of the trifecta of the basic barbecue place and if they can do that right then you can usually sort of venture on to some other things my two favorite places locally there's one in i might technically be hazelcrest uh called maze q house m-a-e apostrophe s q q's house it's mm-hmm. on wood street uh really really great and then there's a chain of them called q there's one in Lagrange, it's and one then, in downtown Naperville. Is it the same one? Just I, I'm Q pretty barbecue? sure. Yeah, and yeah. then there's one in Indiana. I think it's Cherville or Maryville or one of those like around Dyer, like right over the border from us. There's a Q right there too. But that, that the, everything I get there is good. They've got these things called Q pups. They're little like hot dog shaped uh, corn fritters that are absolutely delicious. Uh, and they've I got a corn fritters. Oh, there's it's just fried stuff. How can you beat yes. that? And then they've got a nice variety of sauces on the table for you. And the nice roll of paper towels so you don't have to embarrass yourself while you're eating. Really like you. But uh, May's, May's Q House is a locally owned business. Uh, it's either, I'm sorry, it's either Homewood or Hazelcrest. Check it out. 
They've got a food truck too. Absolutely tremendous. Okay. Uh, my default order is generally assuming the price isn't too bad. I'll go to meat. I'll go brisket and I'll go hot link if they have it available. Because if you remember from the selection show of March fatness, if a barbecue place takes the time to do a good hot link, generally the rest of the stuff is going to be good. And I agree with you on the sides of mac and cheese and cornbread. If it's two sides, that's what I'll get. If it's one side, I'll go cornbread and then give them kind of a side eye that I don't get a second one. But <laughs> but my couple my couple of local places, uh, the Real Urban Barbecue in Oak Brook has closed, which is very that it was it was a little jarring to me. So yeah, that rough. one I've had to recover from a little bit because they had the best hot link and very good brisket. But if you want the best brisket over in, I believe it's considered either Wheaton or Carroll Stream is Steamboat Barbecue. It is, what is it on? Geneva Road, I believe. It's like at Geneva Road and Schmally, Schmail, however you end up pronouncing that one. The best brisket I've ever had. They have a really nice mac and cheese, like deep fried mac and cheese. Mm. That's really good. Uh, the other meats are not as good as the brisket, but still pretty damn solid, like still well worth like being your second option to the brisket. If you want to do like a two meat type of situation. And if I'm going to give another one, since real urban barbecue is closed, fire water barbecue, I think is pretty good. That's there's one location on 38 in Lombard. It's a little bit further east on 38. Um, so I like that place a good amount. It's just east of Highland Avenue. And then there's one in Geneva, actually, on 38, a little bit before you get to Randall Road. So I really like that place. Uh, the spice level is right there for you if you want it. Like when you get to that Texas sauce, they don't mess around. They incorporate jalapeno into, into some of their cornbread stuff a little bit more. So yes. if you like that, it's right there for you. Give it to me. Uh, by the way, Mays is in Hazelcrest, 17093 South Hodavi. It's J-O-D-A-V-E Avenue. I don't know how to say that. Joe Dave. <laughs> I don't know. Hodave. Oh, boy. That's pretty good, though, actually. It's a good pull for you. All right. I've yeah. got uh, first one uh, as a as a hat tip to Mark Allen Fishman for making our new logo for the I'm Fat podcast. He gets the first question. He says, am I allowed to be angry that the Culver's by me is only promoting drive through open and not announcing the flavor of the day? <laughs> <laughs> now, look, Mark, I think at first glance, my thought was, well, they have to let people know they're open. However, if you perpetually have the flavor of the day on your board, that's letting people know you're open. I say, yes, yes you are justified in your anger. 100% because sometimes that that will determine which day of the week people go to Culver's Exactly, because there's so many good flavors there too. Like it's really hard to go wrong. However, when there's so many good options, it's really nice to know what the flavor of the day is. So yeah, I think that I think he's 100% just, and that might be the first time we've said anything even mildly negative about Culver's on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's this is a location choice. Hopefully, they're listening to this podcast and uh, they make the change so Mark can know what damn ice cream there is. Uh, next question comes from Jordan Burnfield, our old friend. He <laughs> said, "Which foods have you either made or most wanted to make 
now that you're homebound due to quarantine, this is so easy for me, and you're going to be taken aback when I answer this. All okay. I want is a goddamn grilled burger. That's it. That's all I want. And when I go to, like, the once every week and a half, I go to the store, everything is sold out. Like, the burger, like, the, del- I'm talking about, like, butcher shop burgers. I can go get a Bubba burger, right? Or I can drive through one of the many fast food restaurants. I sure. want a nice butcher shop burger that I can put on the grill and cook. That is the thing I am missing the most. The only thing I've seen close is my jewel had, like, sirloin burgers but it's going to sound blasphemous, but if I'm saying this, think I want you to think in terms of a fat guy. The burgers were too thick. They were like two inches thick, and I wow. know that it would take forever to cook that through, and it would be charred on the outside and not cooked enough on the inside, so I, I passed on those. I probably shouldn't have, but that's all I want. I just want a good butcher shop burger. Maybe I'll run over to Walt's tomorrow morning and like before the show starts tomorrow. And see what they got overnight or whatever. Because I am just craving a grilled burger. I don't know what it is. Maybe just because it's like the thing I can't have. But that that's it sounds simple. But that's the thing I've craved the most. The funny thing is we are on the exact same page. Because for me, I don't have an outdoor space. Oh, yeah. So like I live on the seventh floor in my building. And one of our trade-offs with getting the place is that there's no balcony. So I have no place to grill. So this isn't necessarily quarantine specific, but man, right now with how the weather's gotten pretty nice, at least from, you know, what I've heard and from (laughs) being able to tell by cracking the windows a little bit, uh, it seems like it's been pretty nice out that I would love to be able to grill a burger or like even like my oven still isn't working properly. Oh God. So like, so we've had to do all of our cooking and stuff via, you know, we have like one of those indoor grills or we have, uh, we have the microwave, we have the air fryer. We like, we've got, we've got ways to work around most things, but like I was even kind of honestly looking forward to going through stuff to try and learn to cook a little bit. Yeah. And because I'm just, I am really incompetent in the kitchen when it comes to cooking the things I'm, I'm a master at eating the things, but when it comes to cooking the things, it's rough. I could see you being a good cook. Cause you've got a good, like when you describe the things you like, you've got mm-hmm. a good knack of like there's this flavor and there's that flavor in it and you get how flavors work. I think if you took the time to like just grab a basic like, I don't know, there's got to be just a basic ass cookbook for cooking stuff that people like us like, like how yeah. to make like even I know you're not a big egg guy, but like when I learned how to cook fried eggs correctly, I have them I've had them every morning now since working from home. And it's just like there's just little things that everybody should be able to make. And then once you're able to kind of do the basics, you can experiment a little bit. Um, are you more of like a, uh, let me ask you this, because maybe you'd like baking better. Because baking is following a formula. Like you do this to the T, you don't stray from it, and it will turn out right. And if you stray, it might be messed up. Um, maybe baking would be better for you. But I like cooking. Like I like experimenting a little bit. And I'm not great at it. But, I mean, look, you're going to throw some chicken on a cast iron, right? And mm-hmm. how are you going to ruin it? You're going to throw some garlic in there, maybe some crushed red pepper, whatever. Okay, yeah. maybe it wasn't the greatest thing in a row, but it's not going to be terrible. Right. Well, see, the funny thing is my nature would normally be towards baking, but like just by the principle of how you laid it out of, you know, this is more exact versus messing around a little bit. But like I've noticed when now this is as close as I get, but like when you get to at 
a uh, like a Mongolian barbecue type place or a stir fry joint where you get to like kind of put in your own spices and, and your own and mix together your own sauce. I messed around with that a good amount. And I think I kind of perfected the sauce that, that I really like it, like a stir fry type place. And even Colleen has tried it and she really, really liked the way I did it. So I think in terms of like, yeah, like you mentioned, messing with flavors a little bit. Now it's all for me generally from the same type of family. So like, all right, let me lay this out real quick. My thing is in the, the little ceramic thing that you get from Mongolian, from BD's mm-hmm. Mongolian barbecue. I use three scoops of the, I think it's like the Shanghai barbecue or whatever. One scoop of lemon. I go over to all the, um, I get crushed red pepper. I get cr- uh, crushed black pepper. I put in some cayenne. I put in, do I put in a little, it's funny. It's one of those things where you have to be there to actually do it. Right. I, I don't, th- I put in some Cajun. I do not put in chili powder. I did put in chili powder before, but then I kind of took that out because it seemed like it was almost a little too much. So like about equal amounts of each of those things. And it's awesome. Right amount of spice, right amount of kick. That's that's like right up my alley. Then you got it. You So, you know, like you understand the flavor. I, I really think like I think you would be a good cook if you spend some time doing it and experimenting and saying, like, all right, well, I made this and maybe it had too much lemon and not enough, whatever. Like, I think you'd have a good sense of that. I think you, th- that's something you should try to pick up um, during this quarantine. It's something I want to do more, too. But like, I'm having trouble just getting motivated to do anything. Dude, who are you? To, I maybe the only reason I have any sort of acumen for this is because I've watched so much goddamn di- diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure we watched three hours of it today and didn't even realize it. That's a lot. That's a lot it, of Guy Fieri, but hey, he's a good man. I like him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I buried one of the leads. I guess uh, yesterday, I was war- you're going to be mad at me because I had leftovers, but I warmed up leftovers. My microwave okay. popped it in. It was a giant burrito. I mean, so big I couldn't finish it. Um, okay. Giant burrito put in there, you know, 45 seconds, flipped it, flipped it over, 25 more, boom, comes out perfectly done. Hope next up puts her plate in the microwave, cooks it. It's still cold. What the hell? Cooks it again. Still cold. The microwave broke between me cooking and her cooking. So, wow. Yeah. So we have one of those over-the-range uh, microwaves, like, you know, mounted into the cabinet. Sure. And I'm like, well, we need a new, we got to get a new microwave. We, we can't live with, we're, we're stuck at home. We can't not have a microwave. And like, right. why go buy a temporary? We're going to have to buy a, a permanent one anyway. So we buy one at Best Buy. I had to mount it myself. You know me, Rick. I have no skills as far as like home repair goes. And like, I did it. It took three hours. It took a little bit of trial and error, but I took down and reinstalled an over-the-range microwave yesterday. Nice. It sucked, but I did it, mainly because I had to. Mm-hmm. But And I was very, like, the one thing that was super encouraging was Hope and I did it together, and we never, like, snapped at each other or wanted to kill each other. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> wow, how do we get through that? You know, it's like, okay, I think we both realized, like, okay, both of us are at our wit's end, so let's just be cool, let's just take our time. And uh, I had to, like, I put it up, Shit, I, I drilled the hole wrong, right? It was like too far to the right. Yeah. So I had to take it down again, re-drill it. It was it was it sucked, but I it got done and I was very, very proud of myself. All right, next question comes from David Schultz. And I don't know if he's being a My dick. guy. Oh, you know this guy. 
Oh, he Dave's one. Yeah, Dave's one of my best friends. I'm the godfather of his son. Okay, so this is not a dick question. When he says, "What's the best food to eat after getting laid off?" Oh no, we spoke like that night or the night after, <laughs> okay, and right. we were joking about it by the end. So no, we're all good. Good. No, Dave's good people. Uh, that's. I'm trying to think of my immediate like what we had for dinner that night because I'll be honest, that whole day was just a blur. Yeah, that was. I fucked up. That was. <laughs> it definitely was. It was not great. Um, what did we have for dinner that? Oh, you know what we had, and this this shows like how we shop that we made quesadillas, but we didn't have like any Mexican cheese. Oh no! And we and we didn't have like any like chicken or anything. So we literally took slices of cheddar cheese and threw pepperoni on them oh. and called them quesadillas. Isn't that what Papa John's is doing right now? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's basically what they're doing. <laughs> Look, Papa, if it looks bad in a commercial, it's not going to be good. It Actually, I had the, they, oh. they brought them by the studio one day. I had the Italian one and it was not bad. All right. Okay. I'll say not bad, and that's as far as I'll go. All right. What's your next like question? Like for a free for oh, a free meal, it was fine. Oh yeah. Free okay. For this sure. is this is from this is a venting session from Bespoke Face Mask on Twitter. Okay. Who this is a three part tweet. So <laughs> strap in for this one. I need you guys to make the call on something. A couple months ago, our kids' after school program had a fundraiser, at, and a central part of it was a chili cookoff. Now, I inherited my chili sensibilities from my dad, who was a firefighter, so I made a big bowl of red. Basic chili with beans, ground pork, and all the chili powder it could absorb. I tried three or four of the other entries, and there was no competition. Lots of vegan crap. So I thought I had it in the bag. But who wins? Somebody's chili verde. Delicious, I'm sure, but it's a chili cook-off. Should chili verde count as chili just because it has the word in it, they even served it up with tortillas and salsa. Me, I used oyster crackers and Fritos. Did I get screwed out of a cool unicorn trophy? Uh, I see your argument, but I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow for Chili Verde to be entered. Because I think I think that person's saying, like, look, everyone's going to make basic ass chili with the cheese and the oyster crackers. It's been done a million times. Here's my Chili Verde. People are going to love it. And he was kind of right, wasn't he? Yeah. Know. I see what yeah, you're saying, it, but yeah, it's tr- it's argument. traditional. It's traditional versus more modern. I would opt for the chili verde, by the way, because it's just a per- it's a preferred flavor profile for me. Hmm. Okay. See, I would I would lean towards red. Okay. Well, the only one way to find out: you ship us your chili, and then have the person <laughs> who won send us his chili, and we'll yeah. try them both and see. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. It's the only fair way to determine this, right? All right, uh, next question here from David Turnbaugh, or Turnbaugh, as a morning show host would say it. Is Easter Bunny milk chocolate, I guess this would be milk chocolate Easter Bunny, rather, the most overrated of holiday sweets? Um, it is, Especially if it's the hollow one, where it feels yes. like it's like this huge, like, wow, look at this giant. Oh, it's just it's just a hollow bunny. That, that could be a little... Yeah. Underwhelming. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but my mom got Addie a like a solid milk chocolate Fannie Mae bunny. That is Ooh. not overrated. Yeah, that is when it's solid and it's high quality chocolate. 
honestly, there are a few things better. Like sometimes in in candy, the simplicity is what I love. Like, so, like I get some side eye looks sometimes, especially for my wife, when like we will get ice cream or something, and I just want like vanilla or, or shakes. More more specifically for shakes, and sure. I just want a vanilla shake. I like simplicity sometimes, and when it comes to like that type of situation, a well done solid brick of chocolate. Yes, that is great. The only thing else I'll put up there, and I think it's become so divisive over the years that I don't even know if it really counts anymore is man. Peeps suck. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just, I don't get the whole peeps thing. I, I mean, it's, it's crunchy marshmallow. I could see like how people would like the texture of it, but I would, if they, let's put it this way. If they're there, I'll have one, but I would never miss it if they went away, like permanently. I would like I would not miss it at all. I like, yeah. I, I really couldn't see like, oh no, I've lost. No, I, that that does that doesn't seem anything that's important to me. No. Um. But oh, but you mentioned like the simplicity. Sometimes like a Hershey bar, just a chocolate yes. Hershey bar, good quality chocolate. It's just all you need. I don't need anything like I love nougat and caramel and all those things sometimes i just want that pure chocolate taste and a hershey bar is as good as it gets with that stuff all right yeah i'm a i'm 100 with you on that one all right i've got one more question here um it's sent from craig but you'll see why i'm confused here in a moment hi rick and jay here's my question what food have you been stress eating during the stay-at-home order, side side note, I think you're both super talented and funny. That's not true. Keep doing what you're doing. However, you can do it. You brighten my day. Signed, a woman and a normie. So I don't know if her name is Craig and she's a woman, which is fine. Um, but whoever your name is, um, thank you for the compliments. My stress eating has been ice cream. I've been going through pints of Ben and Jerry's like nothing. I think I've probably had... Since we've been stuck at home, probably 15 pints of Whoa. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, I've, I think I've put on a significant amount of weight <laughs> during this thing. <laughs> because not just because I was thinking like, well, I'm eating less fast food, so I'm going to be I'm going to be losing weight because I'm not eating as fast food as much. However, sure, every morning for breakfast, I'm having three eggs and toast, right? So I'm having a big meal every meal, and then my lunch is whatever I need it to be. Which is usually yeah. like a grilled cheese or two with chips, so I'm I'm not really cutting back on calories. I think I'm gaining. I have not weighed myself, but just looking at myself, I feel like my gut is bigger. Is it slapping louder, Rick? Here, listen. <laughs> is that louder than usual? Is that louder than you're used to? Uh, yeah, a little bit louder okay. since the last time I slapped your stomach. <laughs> yeah, a little more uh, like of the water sound when I jiggle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's. Well, the thing is for us is since we've put a premium on not going out, we had like three pints of pop, three for Colleen, three for me, and they were gone very quickly. Oh, we're going so, to pop like crazy too. So yeah. Oh, see, we have, yeah. See, we limited how much, how much pop we had. So for me, it's been these fruit snacks. Colleen got two <laughs> giant things of fruit snacks from, I forget where she got the groceries from. Might I don't know wherever she got the groceries from two giant things of fruit snacks. And we got them less like about a week ago and they're almost gone already. I respect it's, the hell out of that. It is problematic because 
there's like, I don't realize it until like I, you know, put the last ones for the night in the garbage. And I just see like the, just how many rappers are laid to waste by, by me just being fidgety and just like, okay, I don't know what to do. Okay. I'm bored. Eat something. Well, see, that's been my theory on the freshman 15 forever. It's like everyone goes to college and they eat like crap. No, I think what it is, is you eat cause you're bored. That's yes. what people like when I was in college, like, what do you want to do? I don't know. You want to run to the den? The den was the place that was like the, the fast food place at Lewis. Be like, yeah, I guess. And we go down there like, all right, well, we're here. I'll have a burger and fries. Like, it's just it's literally a time killer to go eat. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing with now uh, when mm-hmm. they're not working from home. Um, it, you know, you're home and you're working. But like once your shift's over, you get a lull in the day. What are you going to do? But go grab some chips or grab whatever. That's, I think, why people are. That to me is the issue. That's why I'm putting on weight because I'm getting bored and I'm eating. Yeah, seriously. Like there's just, there's only so much you can do. And like, especially like I know you have at some point, the amount of square footage doesn't matter, but like, you know, you have a house where like we have a, what is our uh, place? Like an 800 square foot condo. That's essentially two main rooms. Mm -hmm. So it's like when and it's like, not because we're mad at each other or anything, just, you know, have our own space for a little bit. Colleen will go and like right now, Colleen is in the bedroom. Um, I think she's on a video chat with her family because they tried to put me in on this video chat. And I'm like, no, we're doing a podcast right now. Damn it. I don't care if it's Easter, <laughs> uh, especially when this wasn't planned ahead of time. So they definitely didn't say anything and just randomly called. So that's one thing. Um, and here's hoping they probably don't listen to this, which I'd be surprised if they do anyway. <laughs> But, but like, you know, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in our living room. So it's like, I play the, I play games on the PlayStation. Colleen doesn't. So she does more stuff on YouTube and like, she's YouTube adept and I am not. So like, I need the video games or something to take up more time. That's a thing. For sure. Uh, Speaking of that, I fired up the old Genesis the other day. Nice. What'd you play? NHL 94, naturally. Of course. Um, And I realized like. Two years ago, the last time I played it, I started a playoff series, and mm-hmm. I was in the Western Conference Final against the Sharks. Somehow they made it because the Sharks were horrible back then. I had nine goals with Jeremy Roenick in the clinching game. Jesus, <laughs> like, I'm back. I remember how to play NHL '94. It's funny when you go when you like go back and play an old game. You're like, yep. oh yeah, these moves that I do now don't work, or they're not like valued as much. Like back then, I was like, find the two or three ways to score and do it. And now it's like there's a hundred different ways to score. And I'm always trying to be f- cute and fancy and like doing pull ups and spin arounds. And it just it doesn't matter in NHL 94. Just nope. if you it's shoot enough, ex- you're going to get goals. Yeah, exactly. Like I remember the last time I forget which year was the last time I played NHL. It was boy, I would just set up slap shots all one timers all day. Yep. And I, I probably scored a lot more than I should have. That's how it is. You know, believe it or not, though, if you play people online in NHL these days, I feel like that's how 90% of the goals are scored against me is some sort of one timer. And it can be sort of frustrating. All right. I've got one more question. This is from mentally calloused Sox fan. Okay, cool. Uh, What is your Mount Rushmore of fat movie characters? Oh, man. This isn't that good. That's really good. I'll go through mine okay. first. Give you to give you a hot minute here. Right, yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's maybe it's just low hanging fruit because of you know gravity and because it's easy. But I mean, fat bastard 
from Austin Powers has to be right up there. Nice. I mean, I, I mean, he's a fat bastard and he gets laid. They don't show it, but they insinuate it. True. And he ate a baby. Um, <laughs> my number one pick on the Mount Rushmore is Jack Black in High Fidelity. That was the first time I ever saw Jack Black. And uh, he made me laugh in that movie maybe more than anybody. So he gets my vote. Okay. Next, I'm thinking uh, Tommy Callahan. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. 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 You have to. I mean, he's a staple. He absolutely needs to be on the Mount Rushmore. I mean, if for no other reason than fat guy in a little coat. I mean, there's the entire thing. I was obviously the whole thing there. But I mean, that one scene, that's the iconic scene for him in that movie in terms of being fat, at least. All right. That that is also my second. So I'll give you my third right. here. Uh, okay. uh, Uncle Buck. Yeah. Really any John Candy character, but Uncle Buck, I believe, is my favorite. That's good. Yeah, that's my other two. I went with more uh, more personal picks that you will laugh at because they're very, very me. <laughs> um, one of them is Smart Brother from Undercover Brother. Of course. Because, I mean, it's 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 the best cinematic. I mean, it's this generation Citizen Kane. So you have to have somebody <laughs> on <laughs> from that movie on every list or every Mount Rushmore. Smart Brother comes up with all the stuff to get undercover brother out of jams just because he can't physically do it himself doesn't mean anything. He's an absolutely crucial to that movie. He really is. And as you know, as Denise Richards says in the movie, he's kind of cute in a Theo Huxtable kind of way. And he says, no, I normally, I get more Al Roker. Mind you, this is while Al Roker was still fat. Yes. All right. My final one is chunk from Goonies. Yeah, that's good. The Truffle Shuffle, iconic for fats forever. My last one, and I was stuck between two football players here. More people would probably think of Billy Bob. Yes. However, I went with a different fat lineman. I went with Zoltek from the Little Giants. That's good. That's a deep cut. Yeah, because Zoltek uses his gas to clear the way, helps him block. And he also scores the game-winning touchdown very much like Billy Bob. However, he, instead of it being like, what what was it actually, like a, a 12-ish yard thing? It wasn't that far for Billy Bob. This was a good 70-ish yard touchdown for Zoltek. Or no, Zoltek, no, sorry, Zoltek started the play. He took the ball initially when it was the fumble ruski. And it ended up being the little the little guy whose name I always forget that scores the touchdown. But Zoltek's the one that got the play started when they were doing a reverse. Fumble Ruski, he picks it up and probably goes about 30, 35 yards before flipping the ball back to Junior. Without him, there's no play. Let's just be honest. Exactly. I like it. All right, that's the Mount Rushmore of fat characters. I love that question. Call me off guard. I had to sort of scramble, but I'm very, very happy with my selections of Jack Black from High Fidelity, Tommy Boy, Uncle Buck and Chunk. Very happy. Yep. We share Tommy. We share Tommy. I've got Fat Bastard, Smart Brother, and Zoltek. That so. is that is how you end the first episode of the Reborn I'm Fat podcast, I think. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Like, at this point, what, do we just go with our normal stuff? I mean, we have so much more stuff now. Of course, always follow us at I'm Fat Pod on Twitter. 
Yep. Facebook.com slash I'm fat pod. Obviously anytime you, if you want to give your Mount Rushmore's throw them on the Facebook page, tweet them at, tweet them at us. Also email them to us. I'm fat pod at gmail.com, especially with the Facebook page. We would love to get discussions going, even if it's between fellow fats and normies alike that we don't necessarily have to be part of. We want the community to be a community whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Facebook, whatever outlet it is, we want you to be part of this. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we want out of all of this is it's a community. We have fun. We like food. We eat things. We watch things. We don't move a whole lot. That's the whole, that's what we are. Yep. And we want everybody to revel in that. And the Facebook page is going to be really good for us because you're right. It's going to give us ideas. Can they give us more ways to promote more ways to get questions? So yeah, make sure you follow and like, uh, facebook.com slash I'm fat pod. And then email us. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. Rick, it was great to talk to you. Our plan is to give you a new episode every Monday. So now we're going to have a schedule and we're really going to take this thing to the next level. So thanks for being with us. Thanks for reaching out over the last couple weeks while we figured things out. Thanks for being patient, but uh, it was a priority for both me and Rick to get this thing back, get it going. And Rick is right. I know it's tough for him to give credit to Mitch Rosen, but I talked to Mitch and said, look, we want to keep this thing going. He said, absolutely, do what you need to do. You have my blessing. So thank you, Mitch, for allowing us to do that and take this uh, to a different level. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll talk to you next Monday on the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as slow as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.